the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Believing the Bible with Scott Lane and Terry Reed of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association with today's message of hope in today's troubled world based on biblical truths. We hope that today's program is enlightening and inspirational. Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane, president of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association. And I'm Terry Reed, a director at SAPSA. We are here to reassure you that you can believe the Bible from the very first verse. Scott, I am not sure our listeners have ever counted it, but in Genesis chapter 1, God says that he created every plant, animal, fish, and fowl to, to reproduce after their kind ten times. Yeah, and when God repeats himself like that, he's usually trying to make a point. Uh, yes, um, well, what we know about heredity, it's consistent with the Bible. Um, deoxyribonucleic acid, or what we know as DNA uh, for short, uh, provides the instructions uh, to make plants, animals, or people. Um, and for something, um, for a plant or animal, to become a different kind, this DNA would have to be changed or mutated. But the problem is that changes in body plans are destructive. Um, anything early enough to, in the pregnancy uh, to uh, change the body plan would, would uh, definitely be a bad thing and would probably uh, terminate the pregnancy. And we know from experiments with fruit flies that fruit flies that are uh, greatly mutated could never survive in the wild. Uh, they have uh, wings but um, no muscles to operate, or extra wings, but no muscles to operate those extra wings. They have um, uh, legs where antenna should be. Um, you know, it's just really sad. So we don't actually have any real examples of a change of one kind to another. Positive mutations are not what we observe. Life coming from life is what we observe. Scientists used to think that mice and flies came from non-living matter. Uh, this idea of life coming from life is what we call biogenesis. Also, about 150 years ago, Gregor Mendel discovered through experiments with peas and flowers what we call the laws of heredity. Dominant and recessive traits are passed on from one generation to the next. This produces variations of the same kind of plants and animals, but these are all pre-programmed. They're not mutations. They're not accidents. This is entirely consistent with what the Bible tells us about plants and animals reproducing after their own kind. When a cow has an offspring, it's always a calf, a little cow, not a chicken or a frog. When a fish egg hatches, what comes out is the same kind of fish which laid the egg, not some other kind of fish or some other animal. 
This all, of course, seems self-intuitive, but it was not for centuries, was it? (laughs) No. Prior to the 1600s, there was actually a recipe for making a mouse from non-living materials. Back then, it was said if you shoved a bunch of garbage into the corner of a room or barn, that a mouse would be produced out of the garbage. This seemed to make sense as whenever a pile of garbage was let stand for a while, mice appeared. Of course, the truth of the matter was that the mice were attracted by the garbage or potential food and shelter. They were not produced from the non-living materials by the garbage. Uh, yeah, I think um, people used to think that uh, flies came from rotting meat until uh, Francisco Reddy uh, disproved that with experiments in the 1600s. Um, Flies would lay their eggs in the meat, which would develop into maggots, which would become flies. And what Reddy did was he uh, covered the meat with a cheesecloth to keep the flies from laying their eggs on the meat. And guess what? No more flies coming from the meat. And then uh, people still thought that uh, microorganisms could spontaneously generate Uh, But Louis Pasteur showed with experiments in the 1800s that even microorganisms come from microorganisms, Um, again, uh, reproducing after their own kind. The bottom line of these stories is that life has never been observed to come from non-living materials. We observe life coming from life 100% of the time, and we observe animals having offspring of the same kind 100% of the time. And that is what the Bible says should occur when it continually repeats that all life will reproduce according to its kind. Yes, this whole idea of life starting from the right combination of chemicals uh, in a prebiotic soup is a problem. And the Darwinists know it is a problem. Um, I have uh, watched them in a debate, and they will beg the question— And they will say uh, the origins of life is not a part of the general theory of evolution. And they beg the question because they they know it's a problem and they don't have an answer. You are listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reid. If you'd like to learn more, go to sabsa.org. Scott, some of our listeners may have heard of the Stanley Miller experiment, which produced amino acids in the lab. There is the claim that this shows how life could have started from chemicals and natural processes. Um, How about that? What our listeners need to understand is that proteins are made up of different amino acids. But But producing some amino acid is light years away from producing a functional protein. Just like having a few bricks and some hardware lying around is a long way from a functional building. And a functional protein is light years from a living cell. Just like one functional building is a long way from a fully functional city, cells are very complex with transport systems, energy plants, waste treatment facilities, and factories to make more chemicals. And cells are light years away from from organs and tissues. And organs and tissues still need to come together in a very complex way to form higher forms of life. Are there other problems? Those experiments you talked about always produce the wrong types of amino acids, and fully half of the ones they produced would not form life, but would destroy it and keep it from forming. Also, oxygen was not one of the chemicals used to make the experiment because the amino acids could not form in the presence of oxygen. 
However, deep core drills drill deep into the planet uh, below Precambrian rock layers uh, that are below where they believe life forms show rust, which can only be present if there was oxygen in the atmosphere. Third, these experiments caught the amino acids produced in a trap to keep them from going through the system again because going through the apparatus that they were formed in would have destroyed them. Uh, There would have been no trap in the waters of the early earth to protect the newly formed amino acids from the environment which produced them and which would break them down. Well, I uh, assume for all of this uh, to happen, there would have had to have been an energy source. Um, uh, In this experiment, what did they use to provide energy? Well, in the experiment, they used a very small battery to provide sparks of electricity to produce the chemical reactions. Well... As far as I know, uh, they would not have had uh, batteries back then when life was forming, if it formed that way. Um, so where would the electricity have come from? There would have been lightning, which has a million-volt potential difference that would have literally fried these components when it, before they ever formed and would have blasted them apart as well. So we have learned life requires information or instructions which we call DNA. Uh, We know that DNA breaks down outside of the cell. Enzymes in the cell protect the DNA. And the DNA provides the instructions to make the enzymes. And we also know even if you have all the materials for a building, you still need a blueprint. Right. And the DNA, even with its over 3 billion bits of computer code in each of our cells, is useless outside of the nucleus of our cells, where it is not only maintained by the cells, but read by cell-reading machines, which in turn, the cell uses DNA's information to form chemicals, direct functions within the cell, reproduce a whole other cell, and a myriad of other functions. DNA is like the software and hard drive in your computer. Without it, the cell cannot function and will die. Without all of the thousands of structures and chemicals available in the cell, however, the DNA cannot be maintained nor read, so a cell cannot be formed. This is why life always comes from life. DNA, the magically constructed blueprints for every living thing's existence, not only testifies to its creator by the untold amount of information contained in every DNA molecule, but it is so constructed so that it absolutely has to be contained in a functioning cell from its very formation to stay together, be formed, and to be of any use. This interdependence makes crystal clear that life was formed not by accident, but as an intentional design of a being far greater, far brighter than we are. So uh, to recap, science is about observations. What we observe and what we have always observed is life coming from life and plants and animals reproducing after their kind. This set of scientific observations is in complete agreement with what is stated in the Bible when it says everything was to reproduce after its kind. This set of scientific observations is a complete agreement with what is stated in the Bible when it says everything was reproduced only by its own kind. Now, there are evolutionary assumptions 
which are not observed. Evolution assumes that life at some point came from non-life, but we've never seen that, and that's not what science is supposed to be. Plants and animals are assumed to be becoming different kinds of plants and animals, but whenever we see an egg that hatches, it is of the same kind. So again, evolution is assuming something that we are not observing, and that's not science. Most variations are programmed in the genome. We have alleles for eye color. That's different sets of programming that produce green, blue, or brown eyes. Uh, you get these genes from each parent. There are dominant and recessive genes, blue and brown eyes. Sexual reproduction gives a reshuffling of the information, but there's no new information. Uh, there's genetic mutations, loss of information, which is almost always harmful. And, of course, one of the things that really disturb me is when we see kids with movies like uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or X-Men. What it's saying is mutations are good, and what we find in science are mutations are always bad. Yes, the Bible says that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, and our scientific discoveries to date underscore the truth of that in nature. For more information on this or any other creation topic or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org, that is S-A-B-B-S-A dot org, or call 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletters, which go back several years. You can also call 210-599-7240 to request having the newsletter emailed to you, or you may request it by using the link on our website. Also go to whyshouldyoubelieve.com, whyshouldyoubelieve.com. SABSA meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. at the Jim's Restaurant at the corner of San Pedro and Ramsey. If you miss any part of this show, you can listen to this show anytime by going to AM 630 KSLR, the Word in South Texas website, and click on KSLR Podcasts. Our next broadcast, we will go over the many resources available to the general public in the realm of creation teaching from us and around the country. So long. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.